It's easy to blame God, but harder to fix things. We look in the sky like, why ain't you listening? Watching the news in our living rooms on the big screens and talking about if God's really real and where is he? You see the same God that we're saying might not even exist becomes real to us, but only when we're dying in bed. When you're healthy, it's like we don't really care for him then. Leave me alone, God, I'll call you when I need you again. Which is funny, everyone who's sleeping in pews don't blame God for our problems like he's sleeping on you. We turn our backs on him, what are you expecting to do? It's hard to answer prayers when nobody's praying to you. I look around at this world we walk on, it's a smack in the face, don't ever tell me there's no God. And if there isn't, then what are we here for? And what are y'all doing down there? I don't know, Lord. Do you see All right, so this is the day after the release of Infinity Wars, although technically it released on a Thursday. Uh, so this is the day after, but technically the full day release is on Friday. So it's technically the day of, but this is the day after. Uh, I went to see it with Corey and Ben uh, and Ben's wife Alyssa last night, uh, Thursday night. And this is not even a review. This is just seven reasons why you need to stop what you're doing and make plans to go see Infinity War uh, like today, like right now, like as soon as you hear this podcast. Uh, the review that Corey and I did on the way home from the movie last night, Corey made me promise that we're going to wait at least two weeks since that has so many spoilers in it. And there is so much in it. And I don't even think we did justice to the movie, but there's so much in it. Uh, but he made me promise to wait two weeks before we release that which i will do this is just seven reasons why you need to go see it now it's spoiler free and i'm i'm, I'm here i'm making a prediction right now uh, not on any christian apocalyptic end of the world type prediction or prophetic i'm just guesstimating that i mean black panther is still when we got to the theater you could still buy tickets for black panther last night so it's still in theaters uh, and it has made over a billion dollars it is the second highest grossing, you know, movie, domestic movie of all time. Uh, and I think the only thing that may move it out of the way is this, because people have been waiting for Infinity War for 10 years. So this is on par to kind of surpass Black Panther only because, like, people have been waiting forever. But seven reasons why you need to stop what you're doing, including pause this podcast or listen to it on the way and go see infinity war right now coming up next on the bifrost bridge podcast you're the coolest no you're the coolest no you're the coolest okay i'm the coolest yeah i agree all right so here's the first reason why you should go see infinity war right now stop what you're doing is because it is worth the 10-year wait uh there were like things happening in 2008 that many people kind of remember but don't really remember because some people who are going to see this movie today it's 2018 uh they were like 9 10 11 or 12 in 2008 
and they really may not have been into the MCU or comics at all. Uh, but then as they got better somewhere around Thor two or three or civil war, or whenever they jumped on the bandwagon and now they're going to see this. But for those of you who have been along for the literally, and I'm using this word correctly, long haul, the 10 year ride, uh, it is worth going to see this movie. You will not be disappointed. Again, this is a spoiler-free, uh, not even a review, just uh, seven reasons why you go need to go see it. Number one, it is worth the 10-year wait. You will not be disappointed in any means. If you liked any of the MCU movies, starting with Iron Man 1 in 2008 leading up to this, you will not be disappointed. Reason number two is it tr stays true. This movie, Infinity War, stays true to the comics. There's some subtle differences, but it stays true. And I, I, I wish I could give you more detail, but I would be giving like so much away. But there's now there's there's MCU differences that have already been if you know anything about the MCU and how they've been building up to this. Uh, there's already some differences uh, there are some characters that aren't in the movie uh, because they the, the MCU hasn't developed them yet. They were in the comic books. Uh, there are some things that happen on a galactic level uh, that can't happen in the MCU because the MCU isn't there yet. But uh, as much as they could, I, I like how they stayed true uh, to, to, to the comic book, the heart of what the comic book was all about, the Infinity Wars. Uh, reason number three is they also stay true to the MCU. This is a Marvel movie, one of the best Marvel movies the MCU, if not the best Marvel movie the MCU has produced. I've really got to go see it a second time because there was so much. You don't get overwhelmed by everything that's going on, but there's so much going on that it's hard to retain it. When we walked out of the movie theater, we were uh, talking about what we saw last and then we were like, how did it start? We couldn't remember. We had to backtrack through all the different things that were happening. Oh, yeah, it started with this because there's so much, but it stays true. Uh, it, there's the great balance of acting, the great balance of action with the great balance of humor. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many people were cracking up loud, which is one of the reasons I need to go see it again, because we laughed so hard and long at some lines we missed what was said after. Uh, because people were just, it was just funny. It was just great. So uh, that's the uh, third reason. The fourth reason, it stays true to the Avengers. The same level of interaction, good and bad, uh, betwixt the heroes. The characters stay true to who they are. They don't change. The same level of conflict, the same level of, of, of everything that made each character who they were uh, is brought to this movie. And the fifth reason is uh, there were no spoilers, but there were some beasts. Uh, every, uh, you know, character in the Marvel MCU has some, some, some power. And even the ones who aren't super powered, like the Black Widow, uh, still, I think, one of the most awesome characters in the MCU. Um, but the, the, no spoilers, but Doctor Strange is a beast. I mean, he hit beast mode on a level that made me appreciate him more in this movie than I did in his own movie. Uh, I, I mean, he was just beast mode, like shocked me. My respect for him, the comic book character, I mean, probably stays the same, but for him and the movie and overall Doctor Strange jumped up at least three levels because he was just a beast. 
and Scarlet Witch is no joke. She hit beast mode, like hands down, like holy Toledo. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. She was just phenomenal. She was a beast, period. So uh, for all those reasons, one, two, three, four, five, the sixth reason is, um, yeah, each character is kind of a beast, but each character gets adequate screen time. I didn't leave the movie thinking, wow, you only got to see like a few minutes of this character. As many characters were in the movie, they each shined in such a way that's like, yeah, that's that that character. Uh, they each got to show off their strengths. They each got to, you know, some of their weaknesses profiled. Uh, obviously, uh, Thanos is the star of the movie, and we'll get back to him in a minute. Uh, but uh, everyone, I felt like no one got shorted. I felt like after... 10 years of buildup, I got to see, you know, a, a good movie with each of these characters that I've only seen a couple of times, uh, really doing what they do as Avengers. And the seventh movie is, the seventh reason is, it's just a great movie. I mean, it's an awesome movie. If you know nothing about the comics or the Avengers, you'll go see this and you might walk out thinking, whoa, what just happened? But you won't feel like, hey, I missed a whole lot because I didn't see any of the 10-year buildup. You'll actually still appreciate the movie, the story, and the characters because it's a self-contained movie within itself. Even though it's a culmination of this 10 years, uh, it's a self-contained movie and it's a culmination of events, but it's still, you could walk in not knowing anything that happened and follow the storyline and see whoa, this is what happens. And, and you know, you might have a few questions, like what are the Infinity Stones and all that, but still, uh, it's a great movie. So uh, those are seven reasons why you need to stop what you're doing. Yeah, just, I have to keep counting, make sure I hit all seven. Stop what you're doing and go see the movie right now. Go online and buy a ticket right now. Uh, I know in our local theaters, uh, it was packed last night. Uh, Corey and I are trying to go see it again with MoviePass. Uh, on like Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and we can't. The, the, the seats are just filling up uh, like crazy right now as word gets around about how awesome the movie is. But I will say this, uh, and this is me coming out. Here's here's that here's that uh, 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 bridging the gap between geeks and the gospel portion. I will say this uh, in the Black Panther movie. One of the things that people said, uh, and I don't know if they liked it or hated it, it depends on your perspective, was that Killmonger, although he was the villain, he made a good case for what he was attempting to do. Now, if you haven't seen Black Panther, shame on you. He wanted to take over the throne of Wakanda and use Wakanda's technological resources and vibranium to help all the oppressed black people around the world. And, and I think he wanted to extend that to everyone that was oppressed, not just black people. But it was mainly, you know, look at all the black people who were oppressed. Uh, now, uh, killing and using uh, all those resources, you know, that, that, that made him the villain because he killed and, and, and did wrong things in order to uh, make his ends justify the means type of thing. So that was definitely wrong. But people who I talked to said, whoa, I could, I could see where he's coming from, even though he's going about it the wrong way and, and, and not quite the best way for him to do it. Uh, and that's the deal with Thanos. Thanos, and again, this is spoiler free, so I can't go into detail, although most people know what he's trying to do. Uh, Thanos made a case for what he was trying to do. 
throughout the movie multiple times. And we walked away from that movie going, yeah, he's wrong, but I can see where he's coming from. I can see why he is trying to do what he's trying to do. He's trying to do a right thing, but going about it in a really wrong way. And and, and here's the thing. Uh, yes, he is wrong. And what he was doing is still considered that word uh, that a lot of people use is evil. And doing evil under the misconception of helping is still evil. Now, here's the problem. Evil does not exist on its own. Evil is the absence of good. Just like cold doesn't exist on its own. Cold is what occurs when you remove the heat. Right. So if, you know, in the areas of space where you're not close in close proximity to a star or a sun or whatever, uh, then there's intense cold because there's no heat. So evil in the same way is what happens when you remove the good. And what he was doing was claiming to be good, but it was being done in an evil way. And from, a, from, from me, as a pastor in a Christian perspective, God is the epitome of good socially, morally, culturally, and in every aspect. And I know there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, there's too many rules. God wants you to live this way. God wants you to live that way. Hey, throw away the rule book. God just says, love him, love your neighbor, and love one another. And you'll fulfill every single thing that he wants you. And there's nothing but goodness in all of that. So he's the epitome of good socially, morally, and culturally, and in every aspect. And if you eliminate or minimize or marginalize God, who is the epitome of good, then you're minimizing and eliminating and marginalizing good. And if you're taking away the good, then what are you left with? What, what, what is there more in abundance of? And that, that's, that's, that's kind of about what we see in our culture. That there are less people willing to do good. And so there's more and more focus on an abundance of evil or wrongdoing. And think about that. And go see the movie. And, you know, props off to, to DC who uh, did not disappoint again. This is a phenomenal movie. Our review with spoilers will be coming up in a few weeks. But don't wait a few weeks. Go see Infinity War now.